feel so dirty when I pitch it right. I make you nervous how I get you right. Feel so dirty when I pitch it right. Yeah, I make you nervous how I get you right. Yeah, I mean my home might be the preacher wife. Yeah, I mean my home might be the sneaker type. Yeah, I got some dope, I got some dope to ship. Yeah, I heard you up and I'm at overkill. Yeah, you probably dump me when I'm over here. Yeah, I might quit popping for my mama for my. Yeah, I had a double with a downer out in Dublin. Tell a bitch, talk dirty to my other head. Yeah, the prison wall of water fountain with a liquor call. If them bitches call, I'm the rhetoric. First of all, <clears throat> you guys. First of all, hello, good morning. I'm sorry, I'm just so excited. Like, I'm so lit for multiple reasons. If you're new, hello, my name is Ebony, and this is Love Ebba. <sighs> you guys, I honestly just am so excited. So, this honestly might be a long show. I'm so sorry. Let me catch everyone up. So, my MacBook has been broke for three weeks since, let me look at my notebook where I write my podcast notes. Since September 27th, my MacBook has been broke, so almost a month. Um, the hard drive was bad. Had to drive it to Noonan, Georgia. Anywho, I have it back now. So, my name is Ebony. Welcome to Love Ebba. I don't know. I think I just said that. I don't know. If, oh well. Better double than nothing. So, you guys, first of all, as you can hear. Okay, so the open, that's the new intro. I mean by Isaiah Rashad, unless I feel like I want to change it, which I don't think I do because that literally might be in my like top 10 greatest hip hop songs that I personally have ever heard. I finally learned, sorry, I'm just so lit. Like I finally learned how to input MP3s into my garage band. So I think my, macbook was the problem the whole time okay i think the macbook was broke the entire time and i had no knowledge that I, okay i did my macbook was dead for like a whole year before i charged it and started doing the podcast so obviously something had to be wrong but before then it was moving mad slow so now the hard drive's fixed like we're back and we're better I'm just so excited. Okay, so let me, sorry, I'm moving so fast. I just had to, I know I came in late because that is literally when I tell y'all my song. I listen to that at least three times a day. And it's a funny story, like how I heard the song. So that's like, if y'all don't know who Isaiah Rashad is, first of all, the the prince of TDE because Kendrick Lamar is the king of TDE, but Isaiah Rashad, I mean, close second. If he was more consistent, well, honestly, no one on TDE is consistent because TDE is just an inconsistent label. But he would definitely be number two personally on my list. So if you don't know who Isaiah Rashad is, just go listen to Sylvia Demo first and then The Sun's Tired and then come back. Um, I used to talk to this dude when I was... 18 like when I first got to college like I was in love with him and to this day you know how you look back 
and you'd be like that wasn't love to this day i was still in love i was in love with him like for sure like that's my dog now though he lived in a different state if you're listening hello because i know he listens every now and then but i don't know if he remembers this but we were like in the car i vividly remember the day on the way to target and i really feel like he was driving my car no i think i was driving my car no i would how i'm seeing it i was driving my car and we were on the way to target on veterans memorial in tuscaloosa and he was like do you listen to Isaiah Rashad I was like never heard of him this was four years yeah this was like four years ago and he was like what so he played I mean because I mean is not on any platform it's still on SoundCloud and he played I mean and when I tell y'all I fell in love I was like what and so from then I still didn't get heavy onto Isaiah Rashad until like maybe a month or two after he played that song but I happen to remember the song like a month ago or it's actually been the song of the day on here before but I remembered it like a month ago and I was just like bro let me play that in the car it used to be a thumper and obviously to this day it is still a thumper so that's the story of like the first song I ever heard by Isaiah Rashad and I've been in love with that man literally ever since, ever since I love him. And then I just listened to Sylvia demo all the way through for the first time this year. No one judged me. I listened to the sun's tired first because for the squad was wrong. Free lunch. All of those are just bops. So I heard those. I heard that album first. And then I went back and listened to Sylvia Demo this year. And Sylvia Demo was like a daily thing. Like, I at least listened to Webby Flow, Sylvia Demo, and Hereditary, and West Savannah with him and SZA at least once a day. If not every other day. Anywho, let me like get into the schedule of the show. Because this is just, we just have a loaded show today. Okay. Kind of. We're just about to see. Y'all know I just like to talk. We're just going to see. So I have a quote for today, actually, which goes just along with my life theme right now. Um, Let me pull it up. It's on my phone. <clears throat> hmm. So the quote is. So did I lose it? Oh, no, here it goes. To be content doesn't mean you don't desire more. It means you're thankful for what you have and patient for what's to come. And the quote is by Tony Gaskins. And I feel like that is so like just speaking volumes to the point in my life that I'm in right now. Like the stage that I'm in right now is really all about contentment. And so this quote is going to go really good with the show. And. That should just be a note to everyone. Be content with what you have now and be patient because obviously, you know, there's more to come. Like where you're at now isn't the ceiling. Like that isn't your capacity, but you have to be patient and be in the state of mind to receive the things that God's going to bless you with. Because if you're not ready, he's not going to bless you with them, which is a very hard concept that I used to, you know, I never, I was like, I understood it, but it was hard for me. Like I used to be like, why can't God just 
bless me with this, 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 and this. But I would have not received the things well that I was asking for in that state. And even in the stage I'm in now, I wouldn't, I, the things that I thought I wanted, you know, that I'm like, oh my gosh, I want this, this, and this, like, I want this to happen. I would literally die. Like, I would be overwhelmed if all of those things happened to me at once. So this was a learning lesson. Be thankful for where you're at now. And no, being content and being stagnant are not the same thing. Being content is being thankful for for the stage you're in now. And being happy in that place, not comparing yourself to others. But knowing that where you're at now is not for everything, but where you're at now is a really good spot. Come on, word. That was not me speaking. That was the Lord. Okay. Don't tell me. I will catch the spirit because I've been listening to my worship. We're going to get into it. Um, let's move on to weekly check-in. Okay, so I kind of have a lot to talk about for weekly check-in this is going to be like a three week <laughs> weekly check-in because i've just been missing in action and the girls actually no one was calling actually no people did ask me about the podcast and i felt very flattered because i was like wow y'all actually care about the kid so first of all school is going phenomenal like surprising i know because as I told y'all before, like school is really just schooling at this point and beating me up. But it's going so well. Like I have a senior design project. I have another project in another class. I'm getting good lab grades. I'm getting good test grades. I'm getting good homework grades. Um, and, you know, that is very rare to hear coming from engineering majors. So, yeah, I'm doing really good. I'm just really excited to graduate. Um I've been applying for jobs. So I went to our school, had a career fair the other day, which our school does really good about having good companies come to the career fairs and whatnot. Um, so it was cool. I talked to, uh, who did I talk to? Lockheed Martin, of course, because I really love them. Um, I talked to the DIA. I talked to Mystic. I talked to Aerojet Rocketdyne. I talked to International Paper. So like, Obviously, from those companies, my interests do lie within um, the DOD industry, um, weaponry, aerospace, things of that nature. Um, I'm really big on like 3D and 2D design. So it was just really cool, like talking to the recruiters and they just seemed really impressed, like about how much I knew about each company because if I don't do nothing else I'm going to look up a company and research up and down okay so hopefully it went really good I think it went really good so everyone keep me in their prayers um yeah I graduate in May so I have seven months till I graduate and I really want to have a job before at least before February honestly January to be real, but February, honestly, after that, I'm kind of going to be in panic mode, but it's fine. Well, my co 
can I talk about that? Okay, my internship. I, I just I'm just not gonna talk about where I worked. They said I could come back, but it's no. I don't. I don't know if I, I really love my supervisor. The line of work. I'm not the biggest fan of. Um. So that was that. Oh, um. I'm like single, single, like, oh, you know, like before where I was like, oh my gosh, I'm single. I was, but I was also getting to know two people. But when I tell you I'm single, like all the way up and down textbook definition, like I let everybody go and I got ghosted. Y'all, I'm gonna talk about that on my couch. I got ghosted for one. And then the other person, I was just like, listen, I do like you, but we're just not compatible which I will also talk about probably in my couch chat or my weekly worry but I'm like single single and um my friend Kaya shout out to Kaya gave me this book what a time to be alone I'm gonna read that um I am alone but I'm not lonely I feel like there's a there's a very big difference lonely um has negative connotation to it alone is literally the act of being by yourself like it's a factual term so um yeah I'm gonna start reading that probably today I was supposed to be um going to Huntsville sorry I got a text message from my used to be husband I got distracted I was supposed to be going to Huntsville today and I still might go um Kaya's boyfriend his friend is having like a little block party situation i mean corona but i'm gonna wear my mask and like spread out and then my friend brandon is also down there as well and my friend victoria so i might just make this a whole round trip and just see everyone and like i know i love the block party is gonna have like vendors gonna have like music and artists and this and that and y'all know how i am like I love a good artsy scene, a good artsy vibe. Anywhere to get a fit off, take some pictures, meet new people. I'm all for that. So might go there. The thing's it's from five to eleven, and honestly, I might just get a hotel because hotels are really cheap right now. So I might just get a hotel and call it a day. Um. So I'm looking at my list. Oh, um, what was I talking about? Oh, Huntsville. I talked about singleness. I talked about Huntsville. Um, oh, I went to Fort Lauderdale last weekend to the beginning of this week. And I had such a good freaking time. Like, it was me, my friend Cambria, my friend Kate. Um, I'm going to talk about. I'm going to put that. So I'm going to talk about that, that somewhere else. But we had such a good time. Like it wasn't like a trip. Like it was for my friend Cambria. She turned 23 um, last Monday. So like not this Monday that just passed, but Monday, October 5th. And so we went to Fort Lauderdale last Friday to this Monday. And we just had a very relaxing time. Like, you know, went to the beach, went to a few brunches, smoked some hookah, Met, became really cool with the people um at the hookah place and a little drinky drink a little cake a little decorations like it was just really cute really cool it was a very long drive 
we could have flown i'm going to talk about that too because we could have flown but there was originally supposed to be four people going and then the fourth person flaked at the last minute which is wild to me and we could have flew if it was just three people but it's fine um the drive was really fun though like it was just a very like coming back it was cool but on the way there bro because we have to drive we have to stop because cambria had an um a interview that we thought was going to be on webcam whole time it was a phone interview so that took away like two hours of our time and then we like ended up stopping for lunch somewhere we like used the restroom got some starbucks and like got some lunch so that was like an hour so literally we were traveling for like 16 hours and it was just such a long time bro i was just like i just want to get to my destination but yeah it was cool um i ne- I definitely needed like that getting a different scenery being away from here um because i've i went to the beach like two months ago with my parents and that was like super super fun and i'm thinking where I want to go for New Year's because I honestly cannot be here for it. I refuse to be in Tuscaloosa or Oxford, Alabama for New Year's. I rebuke it. I refuse. I kind of want to go to Dallas. Uh, Atlanta be too crowded for me. So Dallas or Houston will definitely be a cute little move for New Year's. Um, That's that. Um, Oh, you guys. One on one has come to Netflix and I've never talked about it because it just came out. I used to have the biggest obsession with Arnez and Brianna. When I tell you I used to love them so much, like I used to watch this show faithfully and I was young when this was on, I think. When did one on one come out? Where my phone at? Because I'm about to figure out when did one on one come out? Because, um, I would like to know, because I used to literally be obsessed with one-on-one and I was, I in my teens, when did one-on-one come out? One-on-one. That's one theme song I'm not going to skip, that and Girlfriends. Okay, so it says that one on one came out in two thousand one. You're lying. Well, I was only three, so I definitely wasn't watching it in two thousand one. Maybe I was watching it. I don't know where I could be watching it at. Just know that I used to watch it, and I used to be obsessed. And Arnaz and Brianna were it for me. Okay, they were the couple. They were it for the girls. Um. So that's that. And you guys, I don't know if you can like tell in my voice or in my, like, I'm just really, really, really happy right now or really content, like really joyful, really happy at this current moment in my life. Like, I don't know. I feel like I was just holding on to like ideas and like idealistic thoughts of about people and things of that nature and I feel like all of that is like gone away and I'm really focused like me and school are like locked in I'm locked in on school I'm locked in on the podcast I'm locked in oh I forgot to mention this I'm like seriously on my weight loss shenanigans again because my body is my body 
likes obviously this is everyone it likes when I work out and when I eat right but I've only been working out for like three days now and you can like I can already tell the difference in my body so I texted my trainer or my used to be trainer and I was like listen she's a she's a lot of expensive for me right now okay that's about four hundred dollars a month that I do cannot give to her right now and so I was like, hey, like I'm trying to lose like 60. Well, I'm going to start off probably around like 60 pounds. And I want to make sure I'm going in the right direction. And she ended up like giving me a schedule. So um, I basically have two rest days, one recovery day and four workout workout days. So um, day one, which is like, which is on, on Monday, I do 30 minutes cardio, 30 minute lower body weight lift. Tuesday, which is day two, I do 45 minute hit with weights. Wednesday, I do 30. I mean, no, Thursday, which is day three, because Wednesday is an off day. I do 30 minute cardio, 30 minute upper body weight training. And then day four, which is Friday, I do 45 minute hit with light weight. And then day five, which is Saturday, I do yoga. And y'all, I did yoga this morning outside on my rooftop. I might make that an everyday thing. Like I'm in such a great mood. Like I've been in such a great mood all week. But when I tell you like today, I feel so just like at peace and centered and relaxed. And I'm like, yoga really does that. Like I thought it was a myth. Whole time. It's the truth. So I'm definitely feel me going to continue to do that and then she gave me kind of like what to eat which what I was eating was kind of on track I just have a problem I can't give up the bread which is an issue but we're getting better and I can't give up the sweets which honestly it's not even that big of an issue now and I'm behooved I went in Target yesterday and I didn't pick up any um biscuits any cinnamon rolls or a pack of cookies and I didn't pick up a bottle of wine because I'm trying to um, cut back my alcohol intake also because I will drink a glass of wine a day. Just like after I get done, and I'm winding down. I will drink a glass of pink Moscato or something. So I feel like with just these minor cutbacks, I'm definitely going to be able to see like huge change. So I'm really on my school. Me and God getting getting together. That's my dog, of course, still. But Getting back right, reading my devotionals, reading more, being in the gym. Like I, now I start my days off around like 7 a.m., which I'm a morning person by like I've always been a morning person. But when school first started, I was getting up at like 9 a.m. to maybe 10 because I don't have class until 11. Now I'm getting up at 7, 7, 730 a.m., waking up, saying my prayer, do um going to the gym, coming back, doing my worship, cooking breakfast and then going to class and by that time, I've gotten the gym, I've gotten breakfast, I've gotten worship out the way. I probably have done a little homework, a little studying. Like, I get a lot done. So, yeah, that's my life. I'm super content. I'm, like, super happy, super pleased with everything. And um, I'm just taking one day at a time, honestly. And it has definitely made a difference.
Okay, so I have two songs actually. I have about I lost my phone. Oh. I have a okay, I have an album of the week. I have one I have an album, a playlist, and a song. The playlist I'm just gonna play from my phone because I'm gonna kinda explain what it is. The album so let's talk about the album. So do y'all know who Duran Bernard is? If not, here's a quick rundown. So I first discovered Duran Bernard on the FaceTime remix by Ari Lennox. And I was like, oh, who is this man on this track? So then I think someone on Twitter had DM me and was like, ooh, watch this video with him and Terrell. Like, so Duran is a background singer for Erica Badu. And now he, and he like has always made covers of other songs, but now he like has made his own project. And you guys, <laughs> funny story behind this project. So I was really like sad slash disappointed like two weeks ago, I think, because someone had ghosted me and I was really behooved. And so I had drunk, like I was like drinking some wine, chilling. I got drunk on accident and I was listening to this album and it is so good. So I'm just going to play y'all. I'm going to, um play what songs did i pick so i chose there's three songs that i chose i chose company gratitude and melody by him so i'm just gonna play a little snippets of those for you guys because those are really the bops for me The name of the album is Durand, but his name is spelled like D-U-R-A-N-D. So it's D-U-R ampersand sign. And for those of you that don't know what an ampersand sign is, it's the and sign. So that was Melody by Durand Bernard. The next one that we're going to play is Gratitude. Just a little piece for y'all. snippets because i don't want to just be playing the whole thing because y'all get the gist go listen to it um 
but he was on the Terrell show basically talking about how that song was about his parents. And I think he said the first verse was his dad. The second verse was his mom. Please go. I actually might just put the links to the videos in my podcast description. I have to see if I feel like doing that. But definitely the song is just very sentimental. Like, And you can actually listen to it. You can kind of tell it's about parents because I was listening to it and I thought about my parents. And I was like, wow, that actually makes so much sense. So yeah, that was Gratitude. And then this last one from the album is called Company, which I think is like my personal favorite. Well, I can't even say that because I listened to the album all the way through with no skips at least once a day. So this one is Company. Let's listen to this one. Sing you a lullaby. Oh, 
Not I hit the tenor note. <laughs> well, hold on. I might still got it. Hold on. I know y'all heard that register. Okay. That was Company by Duran Bernard. Did I ever tell y'all I have a music background? Listen. I can one thing I can do. I have a church music history background. I have a school music history background. One thing I can do is hold a note. Now, when you ask me to um you know, go solo, nah, nah, I'm not really a soloist. I'm not really a soloer. I'm more of a you tell me the you sing the note for me and I'm going to match your note and I can do a little harmonization, you know? I can I can be your alto to your soprano. I can be your tenor, as you heard, to your alto. But don't ask me to sing a solo. And um, I probably cannot read music anymore. But I used to be able to because I took choir from when I was in like the seventh grade all the way up until I graduated high school. And then I was a part of like this little singing thing in elementary school. That's beside the point. Either way. That song was Company by Duran Bernard, and that was my favorite. As y'all can, that you can probably tell it's my favorite because I let that one play the longest. But um, oh, one thing I do want to play, y'all. I'm sorry, song of the. This is gonna be a long show. I don't really care. Song of the week, you feel me? Um, it's gonna be a long snippet. I'm so sorry, but I want to play y'all the intro to his album because it's it's so him it's so duran bernard like i'm obsessed with him but this the beginning hold on make sure my volume is all the way up it is He's all about like harmonization and just that man can sing. Go watch him on the Terrell show on YouTube. So this last song is an oldie but goodie, you guys. I think it came up. Where did it come up at? Oh, okay. So there's this playlist on Spotify. Once again, I love Spotify. I know I do. And it's called, it's new. It's called Time Capsule. So basically they take they analyze like what kind of music you listen to on a daily or like just a trend and they make you a time capsule playlist or like a playlist of songs from the past that go with the genre of music you listen to and you guys when i tell y'all i'll be listening to this like i really didn't forgot that these songs existed let me just click play and see like what song comes up if i don't like it then whatever but let me just hit play and see what's i don't want to listen to that wait a wait a minute see that was four songs right there i'll play this one because um this reminds me of new york oh either way oh Oldie. 
like it has all the bobs from the past I fly with the stars and the skies I am no longer trying to survive I believe that life is a prize but to live doesn't mean you're alive and who I fire I get with a desire okay I'm not gonna rap for y'all because I will be on this part we're already 40 minutes and we're not even to weekly obsession yet okay so um this other song I want to recall that it just kind of popped up in my music but I don't really remember so we're just about to see um I'm not going to tell y'all the title because oh it's such a good song and y'all know what it is let me just play it Trust me, baby, trust me. Trust me, baby, trust me. Trust me, baby, trust me. I don't mind. Trust me, baby. Trust me, trust me. So, okay, that was just the intro. There's like, the, the song is like six minutes long. It has Young Thug and Justin Bieber in it random right i know um i'm pretty sure you heard the song call your friends and let's get drunk call your friends and let's get drunk call your friends let's get drunk hey call your friends let's get drunk. call your friends and let's get okay y'all get it that song first of all it was a point in time okay okay once again to bring back the dude that I was that I said I talked to freshman year who introduced me to Isaiah Rashad. I knew who Travis Scott was because um I went to the anti tour um in twenty sixteen, like the day after I graduated high school and Travis Scott opened up for Rihanna. And then this dude named Nas who I used to be friends with in high school told you should listen to Travis Scott and I used to be like, I don't know who that is, what is trust me and so he opened trust up for Rihanna. Me. Baby, trust me. And I was like, trust well, I me, baby, trust me. Like, trust me. And at the time, I really was like, trust me, whatever. Trust me. So, came to college, met the dude that I said, trust me, baby, trust me. Listen to music, like just like I do. Like he listens to to pleasure of music, like so. We used to just be in love listening to Travis Scott, Bow Bow. Like, we used to listen to Goosebumps all the time. Like, and this this song is on Rodeo. I'm pretty sure. I used to be, like, obsessed with Travis Scott. Like, I, I can't, I'm not as obsessed, but, like, I used to love him. Like, listen to him once a day, every day. Like, 
I really loved that man. He has made great music a bit strange, but you know, most people that make great music are a little strange, you know? So Yes, this was on Rodeo. Rodeo has so many great songs. And I'm not gonna go on the tangent because we're already we've already been here, but Maria, I'm drunk. Just the intro to that. So fire. Oh, that's the name of it, by the way. Maria, I'm drunk by Travis Scott, Young Thug, Justin Bieber. Um That song is just legendary. Like and in the car it bumps and like i told y'all before in my other podcast i used to be a smoker back in my day 18 19 um and i used to listen to this and just be smoking i don't condone drugs don't do drugs kids do not do drugs but it used to just be a little vibe. I used to just be listening to a little travis scott a little puff here puff there trust me you feel me <laughs> And so it really used to be a bop and it still is a bop to this day. Like, I love that. I'm probably going to listen to it as I'm getting ready today because that song is just so great. So that's that. Those are all the songs of the week, I swear. Like, it's been probably like 20 minutes. I'm so sorry. But those are all the songs of the week. So now we can move on to Weekly Obsessions, which is going to be just a small section okay so my weekly obsessions are going to be really quick um because i don't have that many they're like kind of really small i only have three or two and a half two and impossible no three three and impossible First of all, hookah was one of my sessions of the week. So I had, before this week, I had only smoked hookah once. Um, Like, yeah, one time I was at my friend Tay's house. She has like a hookah and like I kind of smoked it like a little bit and it was like whatever. So we went to Florida and my other two friends, one of my friends is like a hookah smoker. Like she actually has a whole hookah at her house like a big hookah then my other friend just likes hookah but she doesn't have a hookah so we went to the hookah lounge and i was like y'all order whatever flavor like i'm not a hookah or whatever first of all hookah smoke is so cute i don't care what anyone says like it does taste really good and i do know that a lot of hookah is not good for you i already know that so no one has to give a lecture or anything but the smoke is literally so cute like so freaking cute and the spot we went to it was called habibi in fort lauderdale and our shout out to our friends shitty oh my gosh y'all oh aj i had a brain fart aj and shady slash shady like met them they're the workers for the hookah lounge went to the hookah lounge like order food and like i'm an outgoing person and so are my other two friends so we just so I kind of started chopping it up, like having bear to with them or whatever. And we were at a table. Then we eventually moved to a couch. And the dude that usually refills the coals, uh, one of my friends like started like 
just kind of having banter back and forth with him, like rude banter. And then we like all just started talking. And so we went back, we went to the hookah lounge for the first time on Saturday. And literally we went Saturday, we came back Sunday and we came back Monday before we left because by Sunday, well, no, Saturday, they were like, come back and see us. So we came back Sunday and they just started like, they were so cool. Like, um, just started giving us little discounts like little complimentary things here and there like it was really cool it was a really cool spot I think I liked it because it wasn't like a hookah lounge where like it was like dark and like there was a DJ it was like it was light it was lit up they had like little games they had like Scrabble they had Jenga they had cards and then each section with the couch had a TV and on that TV, you could like play music on Spotify. You could watch YouTube. You could watch regular TV. So it was just like really chill. They were playing music overall, like throughout the whole lounge. Like it was really clean, like really cute in there. And we just like started making friends with the dudes. And so like we really loved them. Like they were really cool. One of them was Palestinian and the other one was Moroccan. And they were just, like, so cool. Like, they were asking us questions. We were asking them questions. It was a cool time. But I wouldn't call it, like, an obsession where I was, like, itching, like, I need hookah. But it was just, like, I was always looking forward to going to the hookah because I knew it was going to be good vibes type of situation. only thing they were missing was alcohol. But you have to get an alcohol license. And those are not cheap. So I totally understood. <clears throat> My second obsession, which I'm not going to nerd out here just slightly so i've been doing a lot of 3d designing this week and i forgot how much i liked it so i use this software called inventor um where you can do 2d drawings and you can do 3d models and whatnot so it started because when we were in florida two of my friend my two friends they had like a project due um or they were going to have to 3D print something for class. And they were like, can you show me how to use blah, blah, blah. And I was like, listen, depending on how simple whatever y'all need to design to be designed, I can just do it. It's perfectly fine. So they told me what they wanted. It literally took me 30 minutes to do it. And I was on there like making different user parameters and like all these different forms and stuff for the measurements. And I was like, wow, I'm really great at what I do on top of I really do like 3D and 2D designing. So then after that, I had a project that was assigned at the beginning of the semester. But me and my group have honestly been procrastinating and um, haven't been doing it. <laughs> I was honestly kind of confused by the project because I put myself on 3D duty, but I was like, dang, I don't know what I'm supposed to design. So I've been working on that this week. And so it really just made me fall in love with 3D designing. And I learned how to 3D design kind of from one class that I took on campus. And then my co-op, um, which if y'all know what a co-op is, it's basically an internship just with the same company for a certain amount of rotation. So like you're on contract. But um, I did like a lot of three hours required through a lot of 3D and 2D designing. Um so it's kind of like second nature honestly at this point i can sometimes i can do something to where i can look at something and i can 3d design it like from scratch um wow that's the first card that has room by this whole time but yeah i used to be in my office like i've built my computer on 3d before 
um, my actual, not the monitor, but like my, the actual computer with like the CD, um, the disc input, and then like the USB inputs and things. Like I've built that in 3D on my computer. Like I just build things just, it's kind of like a stress reliever in like a nerdy, weird way. Like I've noticed that. So that might be my new hobby. And then my third obsession um, is the photograph with Issa Rae and the Keith Stanfield. Now, before anybody says anything, I know it's not a great movie, first and foremost. I've saw I've seen it twice. And I was, well, in the movie theater. Countless times outside the movie theater. But honestly, like, Lakeith Stanfield is so beautiful. Those eyes are just piercing mesmerizing like almost in a creepy way but like he's so beautiful like he's a great actor but um him and Issa like were cute in the movie but the movie the plot was so thin was so shallow like y'all probably like well why the drip session well okay it would have been a five short film like if they would have made it a short film I would have understood it didn't need to be a whole movie production, but the music in that movie. Fine. When I tell y'all that soundtrack is so good, like I'm a music head, obviously, but the soundtrack is so freaking good. Like the movie started off with Andre 3000 and Anderson Pac come home. What? A movie started off with Anderson Park and Andre 3000. Then they had Chicago Boy. Well, they had Come Home, Andre 3000, Anderson Park, Chicago Boy by Ari Lennox. They had the internet, um, not special affair. What's the song that'd be like? I don't know the song. I know you love me. Dang it. Y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about. Oh, here's the soundtrack playlist. Okay. Oh, this song. Y'all gonna understand when it starts. You're gonna understand what I'm saying because I don't know what they be saying or what Sid be saying. She's gonna sound just like me, literally. Come on. All right. Is this not what I sounded like? Oh, she said we can book a flight, wake up in paradise. Well, I did not know the words. But they had that, like they had so many, they had a little jazz in there because there was a scene in New Orleans, like they had so many good bops. Like I think I just really like rom-coms, especially with black people that are not centered around trauma. Okay, so it was just very chill. Like Issa was a little museum director. Lakeith Stanfield was like a reporter for the Republic in New York. And I like really love New York. I'm going to get whatever i th really thought that my husband was in new york he's not my husband though it's my friend if you're listening hello 
I really thought it was my husband. So New York and the trip to New York that I took like last summer really just holds a place in my heart because I was just living my life. Okay. I'll get into that. In my, my couch chat is all over the place. But that was my third obsession. A photograph by Issa Rae and Lakeith Stanfield. The plot, very shallow, but the music was fine. Also, the cinematography was great. Like, just the shots that they took. Issa and Lakeith just looked so chocolate and just so beautiful. Like, y'all, Issa Rae is beautiful. We, all, we already know that. Lakeith is beautiful, okay? Them together was just exactly what I needed. So, those are my three obsessions. We can finally move on to the freaking couch chat, which is just, um, a, uh, what is the word? Not a collage, not a, a montage of videos, collages, pictures, I guess just a melting pot of foolishness. Okay, so I first want to talk about how I got ghosted. <laughs> it's honestly funny now, but at the time I was like, hey man, I can't do this again. I can't do this no more. It really is karma because, you know, I've ghosted good people in the past. So that honestly was my karma. I get it. It was bad juju. So I don't know. I did talk about this dude in one of my episodes i don't recall which one um i did talk about him he was from mississippi light skin about six seven about 280 really big really nice he smoked too much i know i said something about him um like i told y'all i had told him like i didn't want to pursue him romantically but we were still like conversing like as friends and i felt his energy like changing but from the beginning we were like I did not make him text me all the time. He was the one that was like, you're such a great person. Like, you're such a cool person. Like, you have such a good energy. I honestly just want to be your friend. So I'm like, okay, like, that's cool. That's cool. That's fine with me. I don't usually do friends. But, y'all, when I say he was, I don't know what's wrong. I don't know where he is, what's wrong with him. But he was, like, the nice, one of the nicest people I've ever met. Like, with one of the biggest hearts. Um, I was like, okay, we can be friends, but we both agreed. Like if someone doesn't want to be in this space or like, you don't want to be my, you don't want to associate anymore. Like, just let me know. Like I always tell people, if you don't want to talk to me, like, I'm not going to force you to do it, but don't tell me you want to. And then freaking not don't tell me you're interested or like, you want to be my friend or like you want to have conversations and your actions are not matching. So... He was supposed to come up here and like hang out like this was at this point I think it's like three weeks ago or almost three weeks um and he was supposed to come up here and like there had been a hiccup like two weeks before he was supposed to come up here to where he didn't come because something about his one of his family members that came into town and he wanted to see them and I did get salty because in the beginning you weren't acting like you wanted to I feel like I talked about this too anywho so we didn't hang out so then a week passed and then that next week 
on that weekend i was like i want to hang out and he was like i do too like when and i was like what time when are you available and he was like i'm off monday i was like cool sunday we were texting and i texted him i was like hey what time are you coming here tomorrow he called me he was like i messed up don't be mad like he facetimed me he was at work he was like i looked on the schedule and i was looking at last week's schedule not this week's schedule so i'm like all right cool he was like we can do wednesday i'm off wednesday i'm like all right cool we were snapchatting sunday and in my head i was like i want to go kind of be nosy but i do want to hang out with him like see where he lives like his environment you know that was what i what i wanted to do like just to go to mississippi like i don't even think i've ever been to mississippi and it's literally down the street um but he he was like he was like no that's cap like you're lying i'm like no i'm not so the next day which is a monday i'm like hey i'm like did you think i was lying like last night he was like no I mean, no, he was like, yeah, I do think you're lying. He was like, you don't like the environment that I live in. And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, you don't like that I smoke or whatever. And I was like, oh, I was like, well, honestly, like it's your house and I know the circumstances. So I'm not going to tell you what you can't do in your home. Like, I know that I'm not going to partake in the activity. Um, and honestly, if it's too much for me or if I don't want to be there, I'm grown. I can tell you that and I can leave. It is what it is. And so I have plans to go up there Monday. Long story short, he had, he has a child. He got to go get his child because I don't want to get into detail. It's not anything bad, but like, I don't want to put like all his business out. Like, I don't, I doubt he would even listen to this, but basically his, um, baby's mother was on call for the job that she has and he was like i have to go pick a baby girl from school from school like i don't know how long i'm going to be i'm like okay that's cool he was like when she leaves like i'll let you know so it ended up getting late and i was like i'm not about to drive on the road mad late like so i was just like i'll just see you wednesday he was like wednesday no matter what he was like i'm kind of pissed um but it's fine i'm like okay cool you guys, Tuesday night, I text him. I'm like, hey, what's your ETA for tomorrow? He said, lunchtime. I said, okay, here's the deal. I said, I have a meeting at, I was like, I have a meeting at three. That's important. A meeting at 630, that's not as important. If you like to come here at like four-ish and sit here while I'm kind of in my meeting at 630, but not really, that's fine i was like or you can just come at 6 30 because when you get here i'll just be wrapping up probably do y'all know this man has not texted me back to this day when i tell y'all i have not received a text message from this man like y'all i literally was confused like genuinely confused because i'm like bro if you didn't want to hang out, if you didn't want to come, you could have just let the kid know. Like, I would not have been upset. I would have just, if you didn't even want to converse with me, like, as a person, I would have understood. And I would have been like, that's cool. That's fine. Like, I'm just not your cup of tea. Even as a friend, we move right forward. But just the fact that you ghosted me, my mind is like, what? Like, what? Like, what? Where? are you at so in my head so like bro like it's 
I, throughout the day, like, I had a test that day. And so I'm like, I don't want to be upset like while I'm taking my test. So I came in my room. I meditated for 10 minutes to a meditation album. And I'm telling myself, like, you know, if he doesn't show up, if he doesn't show up today, just know none of this is your fault. Like, don't be upset. Do not be mad, especially during your test. Like, that's the decision that he has to deal with. It's on him. But really, it's a decision that I have to deal with because even though you disappeared, I have to deal with the feeling of dang, not 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 even what did I do? Because I've never been the type to be like, dang, what did I do? But more so like, dang, I thought we had a better dynamic than that. Like, I thought you could have just came to me and told me you wasn't feeling it and we would have parted ways. Like, I'm a I'm a really cool woman. Like, if you're not feeling something, because I will 100% tell you if I'm not feeling something. Whether that be because I'm feeling undervalued, whether that be because I just don't feel like I just don't want to anymore. Whether that be you did something I don't like, like I am going to communicate that because communication is important to me. So I think you him not communicating really was disappointing. And so I wasn't sad over him as a person. I was sad. Oh, like I was disappointed in how it was handled, you know? So I got ghosted and like y'all. So I'm thinking like, dang, what if something happened? But I knew something was like, no, give it up. Like nothing happened. Y'all, I look on this man's Snapchat. This man has his snacks and his blunts rolled for the game, the Lakers game, talking about some, having on a Lakers jersey, talking about some got my snacks and blunts ready like I'm finna play. I'm sorry, what? That took me over the edge. I literally was in here listening to music, drinking wine, mind my business. I saw that snap, you guys. It took everything in me not to swipe up and give this man the business. But I said, you know what? I can't let him know. That was just the devil. I was just like, I can't let him know that I'm pressed. I just have to know that none of it was my fault. If he wants to do that, that's on him. And to just, you feel me? It is what it is. It's life. So I politely unadded him on Snapchat. Unfollowed him on Instagram, deleted the thread, and deleted the number. So even if I wanted to text him, I have no remnants of the number. So I couldn't contact him even if I wanted to. Because you know women be like, I deleted the thread. But did you unsave the number? Because to my knowledge, you can still text a man. So I got ghosted and y'all. I was so like, what? And I think that helped me understand. Like, I am known to ghost people, um, especially like a year a year ago. But I would have disappeared. I disappeared on people like all the time, but I wasn't feeling it. I would sometimes I would say something, but a particular old situation. Um, we're cool, like cool now. But I ghosted the dude, and I actually really really liked him, but I just didn't like his hair, and I didn't like that he smoked a lot but I mean what am I gonna tell you I don't like you anymore because your hair is not cute and I don't like that you smoke that sounds so stupid so I literally was like well I can just disappear and it's perfectly fine but it wasn't because like how I did it was so rude which I guess will segue because 
we need to talk about how I got ghosted. Um, and this was kind of karma for the situation that I'm about to talk about. Um, his name, wait, I don't know why I was going to say his name. Just know he, okay, let me explain the situation. I met him via, so my friend Kaya first saw him at a model meetup, um, in Birmingham, maybe. And Kaya, she came back. She was like, Ooh, let me show you like some cool people that I met at the meetup or whatever. Or no, she didn't even meet. I think she just followed the Instagram. So she followed his Instagram. Um, and she showed me, I was like, oh, like, he is so cute. Like, um, I was like, like, he's cool. Like, he's cute or whatever. And then, um, I saw that, like, he played instruments. Like, he plays the piano and the drums. And I was like, oh, like, that's so cool. Blah, blah, blah. I have, like, a, I don't know. I have, like, a, a unintentional thing with people that are artistic like they play instrument they rap they write poetry that paint draw whatever like i don't know they're just attracted to me and i'm attracted to them so oh okay so he liked like a few of my pictures i think i liked like a few of his or whatever and then that was that so then one day i asked this question on instagram and i was like Man, what is your, I think I was about to take somebody on a date for like, take a cue on a date month. Oh, I'm so glad I did not though. But I was about to take someone on a date for a take a cue out month or whatever. And I asked my Instagram, I was like, fellas, like, what is your ideal date? And so, um, the dude, we're going to call him, let's call him I almost said his real name Let's call him Bernard So Bernard had <laughs> Bernard had Responded It was like one of those question things on Instagram And he was like um, Definitely a picnic In a park With like lunch And a blunt and some um, Sade playing in the background and I was like, oh, I was like, that is so cute. But actually, I have the messages. Let me just go read them. Might as well. I don't know if he listens. You know who you are if you listen to this. Hello. I feel like all my um old dudes be listening to my podcast. Hello, if you're listening. Um, Okay. Let me just swipe up to where it first, <laughs> to where it first started. Okay what oh sorry i'm just still strolling because okay so he said that i said oh Shade, very specific i was telling my friends just yesterday how i ain't never been on on a picnic lol that's a cute idea he said yes i've never been either but i love to now especially being that i'm mature enough to enjoy the moment so then i said um yeah a picnic would be everything and more and then a little wine um oh then he said yes i've never done a picnic a picnic ever lol but i want to before it gets too cold and where are you from so then like started the conversation and then he was like um he was like you're really gorgeous like i love your vibe and how you look and blah 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 um and then he was playing he was like had to play that night somewhere 
And so I responded to his story and I was like, this sounds so good. Um, and he just said, thank you. He was like, I'm from Decatur. Oh, anyway. Okay. He's from Decatur. <laughs> this why I can't tell stories. He was like, I'm from Decatur, Alabama, blah, 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 blah. Um, uh, what? I forgot he said that. Oh, <laughs> anywho. Um, so I gave him my number and we just like kind of started texting and like, I want to say like day two, he was like, do you want to FaceTime? And I was like, yeah, cause I like to FaceTime fast too, but I don't be wanting people to think I'm moving too fast, but I need to see your face. So I think it was like day two or three. Um, we have FaceTimed or wait a second. He was in, I was in Birmingham for my friend's birthday one weekend. Hold on. Now I got to go back to the messages. I was in Birmingham in sept, last September for my friend's birthday. And I think he was playing in Birmingham. And he was like, I'm in Birmingham. And I was like, oh, pull up to the X, Y, and Z hotel. Because I was going to come out and say hello. And then he was like. Uh, he was like, I got my cousin with me. He was like, I have somebody with me. He was like, I don't want to hold you too long or whatever. Um, And so we just like kind of started FaceTiming every day. And like one of the most complimentary dudes I've ever like talked to in my life. As far as always complimenting like, oh, you look so good. Like, ooh, I like your fit. Like your hair looks so good. Your skin looks good. Blah, blah, blah. Like very complimentary. So I really, really liked him. And so one day, um, when I, he came up here, like after rehearsal, he came up here and we like kind of just chilled. Like he played some stuff on his keyboard, I think. And then the next day he had to play in Birmingham. And then me and my friend Kai went to Birmingham to watch him play. And I was so mesmerized while he was playing, like. Because he's fine. He was playing the drums that night. Anywho, I don't want to make this long-winded. Long story short, um, the second time he came up here, he stayed for like two days. Um, And he was like really annoying me. Like, I don't know what it was, but we were just not on one accord that weekend. And his hair was not cute, which I told him this before. I don't know if he listens to this. Hello. I told him this before, like recently, and like I was just so like not feeling the situation as a whole anymore. And I was just like, you just I was like, I just can't. I just can't do it. Um So I did ghost him. <laughs> it's not funny. But um after he like came and stayed that second time literally i he lived and i did not text him he texted me like twice i did not text him and it sounds now that i'm re like telling the story it sounds so bad because if he would have done that to me i mean i would have been upset and so i tried to make amends with him like months after like after i started going to church more and I just didn't want any bad energy or to feel like he was a very, like probably the coolest or one of the coolest dudes I've ever talked to. Um, and like, we got along really well. So I was just like, I don't want there to be any bad blood between us. 
And the first time I tried to make amends, he basically was like, if you, and I was like, okay. Um, and I don't know if I tried to make amends with him once or twice before, but I want to say he said, if me like twice. And then the third time he was just like, um, no, he texted me like after the second time I tried to make amends and he basically was just like, I was just like in a whole other mindset when you tried to make amends with me the first time. I mean, this first and second time, like I was honestly not trying to hear that, um, blah, 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 blah. And we like basically we're just cool, like started being cool. Um, and so like we occasionally text. I called him. I FaceTimed him like the other week. And we like had a conversation, open conversation about like <laughs> how I ghosted him and what I didn't like about him. Because um, before he's been like, what do you not like? Like I can change it. And I'm like, I don't want to do that because that's taken away from your individuality. Like as a person, and I'm really big on individuality. Like I talk about all the time how if someone started talking to me and then was like, when are you going to grow your hair out? I would cuss them out. You know? Um, so it's one of those things where you kind of have to have like space and then you can come back when everyone is, has come to their senses. So then we FaceTime like two days ago or like, no, one night, two, two nights ago. And we fell asleep on FaceTime, but we were talking about a bunch of stuff and we fell asleep on FaceTime. And now I'm kind of upset because I really do like him. On a serious note, like all seriousness, it's just that weed. He has to put the weed down. If he puts the weed down, we can have a conversation. Until then, I don't know. So that is just a little combo about one of my old flames that I really do like. And like when I see him post up on Instagram, I'll be like, I really do like you. It's just certain things that would have to be fixed. And I'm not really a fixer upper. Like I don't believe in that. I don't believe in telling somebody to stop doing something or to change something because when you when you met me and when I met you, you knew how I moved from the beginning. And I'm a firm believer that if I don't like something, I can just leave. And in some instances, that's not the best, you know. Um. So that's that. On to which will kind of segue into. being undervalued so i was talking to my friend the other day and i was just asking him like why do you think i attract so many like creative people and he was just like well first of all like you're a creative person he was like he was like you may not have like a concrete like creative like you may not be able to sing write rap like make music he was like but he was like your personality is what probably draws creatives to you like he basically was talking about how I'm super inspirational like I'm super motivating and my personality is very chill like very calm to where creatives have to sacrifice a lot which I totally understand like on a day-to-day basis um and to just have someone in your corner that's just cool and just mellow and just chill and it's going to just reassure you and motivate you. 
emphasis on if you're good at what you do because if you suck i'm gonna tell you that you suck <laughs> it's not funny but if you know if you are creative and you suck and you try to talk to me I, and you ask me for for feedback i will be like this is horrible and i've done it before um but so that i do think is why i attract creatives but when people look at me they don't I've had so many people ask me was was my major in like something of the arts was it in I think because I've talked so much somebody asked me was it in communications like I don't think I've met many engineers who have who talk one talk this much who have such an open and outgoing personality and who know how to communicate effectively because a lot of them just be so strange and so odd and I just be like what is going on who how am I gonna make engineering friends and or I do have engineering friends like a few how am I gonna find an engineering husband if most of them be just strange but maybe it just be maybe the the black engineers be okay the black ones be all right so that might be perfectly fine and then finally what is that oh is that my microphone making that noise i think so um and finally i want to talk about kind of being undervalued as a whole when you're like in the talking stage like in a gray area with someone i do not i do think that the talking stage is important do i like it absolutely not I don't like the talking stage, um, but it's required. Like, you can't just go from being friends to being in a relationship. There has to be that stage where you date, where you get to know the person, where you spend enough time with them to just see them in different environments and see how they act in certain environments around certain people, doing certain things, find out your likes and dislikes. I feel like all of that is important. But what I don't like is that people use the talking stage to validate them not communicating and not talking to you. That's what I don't like. Because I feel like I'm at a point now where unless I unless the Lord comes and sits on my bed and tells me that is your husband, stop playing. I don't want any parts of any type of relationship like I used to say like oh I'll go on dates here and there unless it's like a friend like I'm friends with a dude and we go on a date and everybody pays for their own stuff unless you unless you're coming in the picture showing me like I'm not playing any games I don't trust it and I don't want to waste my time like there was just the situation that I just kind of got out of to where I was just like, I just want us to be associates. Like, and me and the dude, I've known him for like two years now. And like, it was just kind of, we would, we had an understanding like there was interest there, but we had two different communication styles and it just would never work. But he moved closer and like we started hanging out and when we were hanging out it was like great like it was great it was really cool like I was feeling valued in the moment but that time apart if I have to question when am I going to hear from you I don't want it and don't use being an artist as an excuse please please don't please do not use it as an excuse because I feel like people will make time 
for things that they want to make time for. And that's just an honest truth. Like I've heard it from different creators, from different artists. I've heard it from just a lot of people. I'm in college. I don't take that many hours, but there have been semesters where I'm taking 16 hours on top of me having a part-time job. But if I want to talk to someone, if I want to hang out with someone, if I want to do something, I'm going to make the time because I feel like that person is of value. You feel me? So the excuse of people being too busy is not an excuse. I'm sorry. I need communication every day if you're supposedly interested in me. And I don't mean like we don't have to be sitting up here talking all day. But I just feel like if you have interest in me, you don't even want to check on me every day and ask me how my day is going. You don't want to ask me how I'm doing. You don't want to say good morning. I hope you have a great day. Literally something like that. Good morning. Hope you have a great day. I'll talk to you when I get off would be enough for me but people don't listen and people don't know how to compromise and people don't know how to adjust so I just got really tired of like having to repeat myself and so I was just like we can just be associates like no matter I do have feelings for you but no matter what those feelings are and no matter how much fun I do have and we're in us like in each other's vicinity I can't keep putting myself through knowing that we have two completely different communication styles and trying to adjust to yours because you don't even want to meet in the middle to adjust like that's not going to happen i'm not going to be sitting over here wondering when i'm going to hear from you like feeling undervalued feeling pushed to the side like that's not going to happen so i do think it's very important that communication styles are talked about when you meet someone because I don't want to start liking somebody and then I find out that you don't believe in conversing every day because I do and now I have to let you go so that situation kind of just led me to being single with intention because I'm really just like um I want to be even if it is a gray area like a talking stage I wanted to be understood that your intention is to move forward and that you do have interest in me and that you're showing that you have interest versus you just telling me that you have interest and I'm just supposed to believe you nah B I can't even do it so that has just felt like a huge lift like off my shoulders just internal like it wasn't a do or die but it was just like internal um baggage if you will so like having to adjust just brought me back to times in the past like where I've been in similar situations and I've had to adjust and it still didn't turn out right so now I'm done adjusting like we're gonna move on mine and your terms we're gonna somehow meet in the middle we're not just moving on your terms so that's that I was going to talk about Cardi B, but she's just an idiot. She's very idiotic. And I just had to block and mute her because I don't even want to see a piece of Cardi B on my on my feed. Like, I didn't follow her from the beginning because I've never been a big Cardi B fan. But this offset situation really just has her looking like a clown. She's so dumb. Like... Okay, I wasn't. I said I wasn't gonna talk about it. Let me just say this quick thing. When she did 
an article about how her and Offset aren't back. She was like, we're not back all the way. But she was like, y'all wanted, she was like, he bought me a whole car and y'all wanted me to snub him. And I really wanted some penis for my birthday. I'm sorry, Cardi B, what? You want a penis for your birthday? And so you took your cheating husband back? Then there's people tweeting, talking about stay in a single person's place. Um, They're married. They work things out. I'm sorry. The Lord said. <laughs> I was going to paraphrase the Bible. I'm not even going to do it. <laughs> Basically, Offset is adulterous. Okay. That's an adulterous husband. The Lord did not say work that out. I don't recall it. Point me to the verse where he said work that out. Because I'm leaving. And people love to say you don't know until you're in the situation. Yes, I do. Because I will have resentment towards my husband every day. The love is going to disappear. Even though I do believe love is unconditional. I feel like under certain under certain circumstances. If you cheat on me. Especially if you're my husband. We made an oath under God literally and you broke the oath but now i'm the bad person for wanting to leave nah 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 you cheat and let's say i do stay which i won't but let's say i do i'm gonna literally wake up every morning and be angry because you cheated on me and i have to look over our sh my shoulder like oh my god is he conversing with other women is he having sex with other women what is he doing blah 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 now I'm thinking you having sex with the supervisor in the bathroom. I'm not about to do that. So Cardi B is very dumb. So with that being said, let's move on to WWED. Okay, so my WWED questions for today are honestly not that bad. Um... They're kind of shallow in a sense. So let's just kind of dive right into it. The first one that I have is are do Instagram matter oh, sorry. <laughs> Start over. Do Instagram likes matter in a relationship? I'm confused by the question because what are you talking about? No, I don't think they do like insecurity wise i mean i guess you could say if you were a dude and you oh were they talking about numbers or like who likes your picture either way i don't really care because i've never been the type to like go through people's um instagram like if people i'm talking to is instagram and look look at pictures that they like if you're always liking butts and titties i'm gonna be a bit confused <laughs> but like just because you like another woman's picture like no when you get in relationships you don't go blind i mean you you still know when people are attractive there's a difference between you know knowing people are attractive and being disrespectful because I will sometimes be with somebody and be like, babe, isn't she so pretty? And people have looked at me like, is this a true question? And I'm like, no, like literally. Or I'd be like, look at her butt, like stuff like that. So no, Instagram likes do not matter number. Like, and I also don't know if they meant as far as status wise, because that's also really stupid. Because some of you only get a lot of Instagram likes because you have a lot of friends. Oops. 
So that no doesn't matter. I would actually prefer if the dude I talked to had no Instagram likes. Because if he is fine and y'all don't know, that's perfectly great. That's perfectly fine with me. And that means less Instagram hoes to entertain. So no, I do not think that those matter. On to the next question. Um, Are independent women toxic? Mm-hmm. Okay. I will start off by saying that I am technically not an independent woman. Okay. I am 22. I'm a full-time student. I do not have a part-time job. I live off of allowance and my parents pay my rent and my car. So technically I'm not an independent woman, but let it, let's make it known that I would never date for the sake of having someone pay, pay for things for me. So like I would never go on a, I do not, I am very against going on dates with people that you don't like, like all the way against it. I'm not going for a free meal cause I'm not broke. I'm not going because I'm bored. I can just stay at the house like because I would never want someone to do that to me. So I'm not going to go on a date just so the dude can buy me stuff when I have a perfectly great father who if I don't have any money and I want some food will supply me with the surplus amount. Do I think independent women can be toxic? Of course, because when I graduate, you feel me? And I'm probably going to be single when I graduate whatever the lord wants but i personally feel like i'm going to be single and i start making a great amount of money when i graduate i don't want to say i'm going to be toxic but you can't talk to me the way that you talk to these other broke women so do you if you think that money is gonna is gonna get you in the door it's gonna impress me no money doesn't even impress me now when i'm technically broke So once I get on that salary and I'm living and I'm doing this and I'm doing that, you having money is not going to move me. It's not going to make me dance. It's not going to impress me because, okay, you got money. I got money too. What do I don't understand what you want me to do with that information? Like I'm still going to move how I want to move. I'm still going to do what I want to do. So it's toxic in that sense. Like you can't just, talk to me any kind of way you can't just think you feel me that you are at the top because you got a little money or at least at the top of the list for me and toxic in that sense of course just like I feel like men who make a lot of money probably are toxic because they have money so they feel like they can do whatever they want to do and in a lot of circumstances unfortunately women will talk to someone who has money and not even like them like money will be the only thing that they need to talk to women. So I feel like anyone who's independent can be toxic because you can't just talk to them any time, any kind of way. But is that toxic or is that just having common sense? You know? So I don't know. It's honestly just a game. Everybody thinks it's a game at this point. Okay. On to the third question. Hmm. I didn't know I wrote that down. Nah. Okay, so should your significant other have your phone passcode? The answer is no. 
for me personally. Well, this is WWED, so I don't have to say for me personally. No, they should not. Um, no, nah, nah. Because why? If you're in a relationship with that person, why do you need their phone passcode? Now, if they willing, if they willingly put the fingerprint or like, if I was in a relationship, nah. If I was married like put your thumbprint or your whatever have the passcode whatever because i mean it is what it is but don't ask for the passcode for the sake of you wanting to look through my phone because honestly right now somebody looked through my phone let's say somebody that just started talking to me and they looked through my phone they would be upset and that's just the honest truth they would probably be mad because there could be things taken out of context in my phone and so it's like Everybody wants to, you feel me, um, say that, oh, I trust you, but you want to go on people's phones and look for evidence for what case? With regards to what? Like, I messed up, bro. <laughs> I messed up one time and looked in this dude's phone that I was talking to. Same dude from when I was a freshman because that was like my last real situation. Freshman year, I'll never forget. I looked through his phone, y'all. I looked, and like we had probably been talking for maybe like a month at this rate, probably, or less, maybe three weeks to a month. I looked through that phone and went straight to Snapchat, y'all. I just locked the phone and gave it back. It was so many like holes in that phone. Like I was like, what? But I was, I had the right to be mad because feelings are always validated, but I didn't have the right to be mad because that we weren't in a relationship. So technically he could have been doing what he was doing and that's fine. But just with how the circumstances were, I was taken aback because it was holes in his phone. Like, Nah, it, nah, nah, it, that was just, it was just not it. And I got quiet and long story short, he like left. And the next day I was just like, there's just so many hoes. Like what's the deal? And so ever since then, I have never like looked through a phone ever again. I don't ever want to like, regardless of the circumstances, I truly feel like What's done in the dark is going to come to the light and God is going to reveal it to me. Like, I don't have to go looking because in general, things can be taken so far out of context. So far, like, and I don't want to make a mess. You feel me? And I don't want my, I don't want to bleed on my partner. So I don't want my insecurities from the past to get on him all because of things that happened to me. So no, I'm not looking. I don't want the passcode. Please don't give me the passcode. Um... Oh, I have two more. Um, are women who approach men more successful? Um, I would think so, but I have rarely, like, I haven't approached men that much. I probably could recall two or three instances where I've approached men. I got rejected once. The other two was cool. Um... I guess you that technically yes because men aren't as ruthless as women. Women will be like 
will say something rude to a man that they don't want to talk to if they're approached men will kind of let you down easy you know or just kind of not directly be like nah like let it go they will probably they'll probably give you the number and then not text you back or something i don't know um i do feel like women are more successful when they approach men but there's fault because one I used to believe in it. I don't want to have to approach a man anymore. I feel like if a man wants you, he's going to approach you, you know? So I don't really approach men anymore. I don't put myself in the position. Like if you're going to approach me, if you want to talk to me, you're going to make your way over here. You're going to make, you're going to make it known. I'm not approaching you, but you know, for those of you that want to approach, definitely do it. You're probably going to be way more successful than um, men are. So, yeah. And the last one, is it healthy to have? Oh, I don't want to read that one this week. I do not want to read that one this week. um, Because that's just like a long-winded answer. (sighs) You guys, we're at a minute and 40 seconds. All I have left to do is the weekly worry. So that is what we're about to get into. Okay, so we're our weekly worry. I wrote down a few things, um, but I'm only going to do. <laughs> I kind of touched on this in my couch chat about how i may still like an old flame which is um bernard who i was talking about in my couch chat and i also want to talk about how i'd be disagreeing with a lot like i am literally the disagree queen like not because i want to but because people just be saying stuff that i'd be like no no and i feel like this I feel like our gender, well, the social media age and generation, like no one knows how to disagree and still be at peace with people. Um, so I think subconsciously I disagree just to test people, but I really be disagreeing with a lot of, with a lot of stuff. Like someone can be talking to me about like an ideology that they have or like an opinion that they have and um they'll be like you feel me and I'd be like nah <laughs> you know <I'll, laughs> when you be like you feel me like at the end of something people be like yeah yeah like I understand I'd be like nah nah I don't feel you I don't understand I actually disagree and I would give like two an argument and then a counter argument to my own argument and then be like but no I still disagree and that's not really a problem but like I feel like when I do disagree like I feel like you can see the disagree the remnants or the my preparation for disagreeing in my face so like someone can be talking about something or like for instance on the way to Fort Lauderdale me and my friend, well, she was talking about something. I want to get to detail about it because that's just, like, not my place to talk about that. Um, we were. She was telling me something, and she was like, 
does that make sense? And I was like, no, <laughs> it's not funny, but I was like, no. And then she kind of looked like, I'm sorry, what? And I was like, no, like, I can respect that you feel that way about that topic, but no, it doesn't make sense. And I also disagree. And then I went into a whole dissertation about why I disagreed. <laughs> and I, as I'm talking, I'm like, yeah, like what I'm saying is facts and I do disagree. But dang, can I just be quiet sometimes? But I can't. And that is the worry. Like, y'all, like people, so many people of today want like specifically women want to be mean and want to be rude and want to be outspoken but they're really not but when I tell you if you really are you do not want to be like I do not sometimes what I say I do not want to say it but I can't not say it for my own sanity so if I disagree with something, if I don't like what someone did to me, if someone's annoying me, if I'm irritated, like the whole room has to know, is that a Leo trait or not? Nah? Is that like, a, I don't know if that's a Leo trait or what, but if I feel a way, not only will you be able to see it in my face, you will hear it in my tone and it's like you can feel heat coming off like like I don't know it's crazy like I feel like when I'm angry you can feel heat or like you can feel like my skin will get hot and it's kind of like you can feel it throughout the room I don't know but it's unhealthy oh hey no it's unhealthy to want people to feel my wrath because that's is at the end of the day that's what it is I want people to know that I'm angry to know that I don't like you to know you just pissed me off to know that you just irritated me that's a problem it's not a problem that I disagree with a lot that's fine because I feel like it takes a lot of courage and a lot of secure self-security and confidence to disagree with things even when it comes to your friends like I see a problem a lot today with people want yes men like people want you to not none of my like any of my friends because I feel like a lot of us like are not yes men but sometimes people just want you to disagree I mean to agree with them and I'm just like, listen, you're my friend. I understand the situation that you're in, but I cannot agree with it. And you are in the wrong. I'm not on the side of my friend or not my friend. I'm on the side of truth, on the side of facts, on the side of right and wrong. So if something is right and you didn't do it, I'm going to be like, nah, you effed up. That was not right. Like you, like you didn't do that right. And it's only a worry because sometimes I can't. Okay, let me clarify though. I don't give my unsolicited opinion because that is a pet peeve of mine. Let's go ahead and clear that up. I don't give my unsolicited opinion. But if you ask me, if you have to ask me, most of the time it's you probably messed up. And I'm going to tell you like, nah, you messed up. So... With that being said, just pray for my mouth and 
what I say and how I say it. Not necessarily how I say it because my to- I'm a monotone person in a sense. So I think that kind of makes it worse that I don't really yell. I don't really have that much expression when I talk. <laughs> but what the words like the read when I'm reading you think of someone reading you fulfilled but in a monotone voice I think that's worse than someone yelling at you so that's really my only weekly worry disagreeing with everything still liking an old flame and I'm just rude with intention though like there's a difference also between that there is I'm never rude to people I don't know because I don't know them I don't know what they could have going on like I don't know them they might not know better for the actions that they do unless it would be like a a white a racist white person or like a racist whatever nah be Mm -mm. but if it's like so if it's like my friend um I'll be like nah like I have to because in most situations when you and your friend have like a conflict who calling me hello hello i'm recording (laughs) i'm recording i'm gonna be done in about five minutes i'm gonna call you back in five minutes all right um dang i got a phone call and i forgot oh and being intentionally rude like you're when you and your friends get in conflicts especially depending on how long you've been friends like the magnitude of your friendship most of the time they should know better in a sense of knowing how you would have reacted knowing like you you would never have those intentions so in those cases i am a 100 percent believer in tough love okay tough love you have to have it like i'm not I'm when you're sad I'm the last literally the last person that you should call for probably everything like if you're sad you know if you're being a simp unless you're angry or happy I'm the last person that you want to call because if it's like a first (laughs) if it's like a first time offense so like let's say Brian talking to this dude the dude plays her I'm going to be sympathetic. I'm going to, you know, talk logic into the situation. I'm going to be sympathetic. I'm going to let them know, like, this isn't going to be the last time. Um, Next time, you just have to prepare yourself. Things of that nature. But if you keep going back to the dude. And you no, there's no telling me twice and three times. I just won't say nothing. Mm-mm. Or I would be like, you know, good and well. He played you last time. I don't care that he played you again. I told you not to go back. I don't want to hear any piece of it. Me and my friends have a rule. If you're going to be dumb, be dumb in peace. You know, there's not a problem being dumb. Well, there's a problem. But if you don't tell me, I don't know. Therefore, I don't know you're being stupid. Therefore, it's not a problem. But don't keep telling me things because that's when I'm going to be like, I don't care. Don't tell me. I don't feel bad for you because you knew this was happening. And yeah. So for that, some could say I'm rude and yeah, that's that. Um, 
I have nothing else. That is all, you guys. We almost hit two hours. And honestly, this is very good because I thought the show was going to be longer than this. I thought we were going to hit about two and a half. So we're at a minute and 49, 50-ish right now. So I'm super excited about that. It might not be that long by the time I edit. But thank you guys so much for listening. Um, Stay tuned next week. I'm just excited to be back recording. Hopefully I can get a camera soon so I can start recording video with audio. But thank you all so much for listening, for tuning in, for taking the time out of your head to listen, rate, like, comment, follow the Instagram, L-O-V. Wait, I haven't said this in so long. Where? What is the Instagram? Follow my Instagram at E underscore B-U-N-N-Y-Y. So eBunny, follow the podcast Instagram, L-O-V-E, so love underscore Ebba. Email us some some gossip stories or something, love.ebba2 at gmail.com. Um, I'm just excited. I hope you enjoyed this episode, of course, per usual. Um... Don't do drugs. Use protection. Safe sex is the best sex. Really, no sex is the, sa- is the safest, but that's very rare. So, safe sex is the best sex. Use condoms and don't drink and drive. Have a nice day, night, whenever you listen to this, and be safe. Peace. Uh, me and my niggas trying to get it, you bitch. Get that house, they tell me, is you with it, you bitch? Yeah, bitch. Home invasion, what's persuasive? What's persuasive? What's persuasive? From nine to five, I know it's vacant, you bitch. Yeah, bitch. Dreams of living life like rappers do. Like rappers do, like rappers. Back when condom rappers wasn't cool. They wasn't cool, they wasn't. I fucked Shireen and went to tell my bros. Tell my bros. Then us Shireen and let it burn came on. That burn came on, that burn came on. Hot sauce all at night, I rhyme in, you bitch. Yeah, bitch. Park the car, then we.